Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bullhunter Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. And I'm Adam Vokey. And we're on location again, Adam Vokey. At the Hall Event Center. Yeah, somewhere new. We haven't been here yet. Pretty nope. cool. This is a pretty cool little place. It's actually the old VFW here in Fort Morgan, if you uh, are looking for it. And the uh, Heislers have actually run, redone this whole place. It's actually really cool. We're yeah, gonna. it looks good in here. We're going to have some videos of the uh, place throughout this podcast. You can kind of check it out and all this stuff. And we have someone that actually better explain this kind of stuff to us. We do. Michaela Heiser, how are you? Doing good. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, we've had a fun adventure redoing this building. Right, right. How long have you guys owned this for? So Patrick and I, my husband, bought it in the middle of COVID in 2020 Ugh. because we're crazy. Um, <laughs> COVID, COVID, son of a... Uh, we saw that they, the VFW Post was going to sell the building, and we're like, we'll just go take a look. He'd never been in. And I was like, well, just go take a look. We'll see what happens. I mean, I was no longer working for the city for Morgan, and we had recently just gotten married. So we're like, we can, we can look. We can yeah. see how this goes. Yeah. And we took a quick tour of the place, and later that day we put in a bid in it because yeah. we just fell in love with the building and the history. What were you doing with the city of Fort Morgan? So I worked for the rec department. I worked okay. at the senior center. Okay, cool. Uh, we got to do, I did all the holiday parties and all the different fun events that the seniors do. So That's very cool. And also she's of bullhucker fame because her, she's the sister of Tyler Zink. What's up, Tyler and Yolanda Zink? You fools. Love you guys. <laughs> the younger sister. I am the youngest. Right. And you got you got do you have a, a, a comment for your, your nephew? Jackson, I did it. I'm on here. <laughs> no laughing at my stories. He's actually a friend of mine on Facebook now. He sent me a friend request, so I don't... Uh, oh, yeah. He's had a Facebook since he was, like, five. And I'm just like, okay, then. Hey, you know... It, I send him pictures. I send him cute pictures of him, so... You know what? His oh, mom is Yolanda. I mean, he's already been faced with... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, most of the bad shit he's going to learn is from, from Yolanda Zink. There's there. What's up, yo? So... Uh, if you're new to the podcast, uh, real quick, welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast. What we do on this podcast is we bring a guest on who tells us three stories about their life. Now, here's the kicker. Only two of these stories are true. One story is either borrowed, half made up, or all the way made up. Now, Michaela, without going into great detail, don't give anything away, which is it closest to? Is it a borrowed story, partially made up, or all the way made up? It's partially made up. Partially made up. Okay, we'll stop there. Because sometimes people give us the answer inadvertently, right. not knowing it, you know, because we're super sleuths, me and this guy. Okay, we've done this... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, you been, might be, but there's been one or two times that someone has given it up. We're like, oh. but we still cheat and beat them. That's how we do because right. we we got no shame, right, Mister Vokey? Yeah, like, yeah, we need to make sure we can. Know how, I know how to spell this word, word, and it's like one word that's huge. Everything else is like smaller <laughs> yeah, words. Like, yeah. we know which one that is. So, uh, but before we, yeah, that's so that's what we do there. And by the way, if you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button. It's on the bottom right hand corner of the screen. It's a little red dot. Hit that because it's a Small click for you, but a huge click for us. See, Dency, he's listening to the, the trash talking because me and Dency had bad mouth him a little bit. Now he's getting pretty good. <laughs> he's going to be the king of this shit someday there, Mrs. Kudrin. I, I practice in my bathroom mirror. Just staring at the – I didn't mess up the whole bottom on the back right-hand corner of the screen just till now. I did it just now, <laughs> but the first voyage into it, I did pretty damn well, right? You did well. I did, yeah, well. I, I did, I did okay. So, um, so, yeah, please check that out. And No matter where you get your podcast from, what uh, – Wherever you get them from, please uh, leave a rating and review. We appreciate it. And Adam will hug you in public if he sees you, right? I, I will. And speaking of that, I need to give a shout-out to Trish. Oh, that's right. Uh, I was telling Moose about this. So we had just finished recording some podcasts a few weeks ago. I'm at, Wa at Walmart in the pasta aisle looking for spaghetti. As one is. And As one is. Um, yeah. all of a sudden, this lady walks up to me and got, like, 
fairly close, and I looked at her, and she smiled, and she waved, and she goes, hi, I'm Trish. To which I'm thinking, okay, cool. Hi, Trish. I had no idea what was going on. I've never seen this woman in my life. And I go, hi. And she goes, I just saw you and recognized you. I just wanted to come say hi. And I go, okay, hi. I'm thinking, what is going on here? I just want spaghetti. And so she goes, I listen to the bullhucker, I watch the bullhucker, and I recognize you, I just wanted to come say hi. So, hello, Trish, I know I forgot your hug, because she's looking at me like, is this where we hug? I will give you a I, hug when I see you, Trish, because this insensitive, selfish son of a bitch <laughs> left you high and dry, okay? I was, I was so thrown off with being recognized for the, the bullhucker that I forgot what I was supposed to do. So, Trish, if you see me in the pasta aisle at Walmart again, just come up and hug me. Just I'll, do it. I know who you are now. Just... Just straight up. Just Come give me it. a big hug. You know the Bullhucker podcast where they tell three stories, two are true, one's borrowed, and the whole bullshit thing of the thing is they give offers they don't offer, they don't, they don't uh, own up they to. They don't fulfill their hugs. Right. Trish, Trish right. is going to take my spot one of these days. That's right. That's right. And if you're a hugger, Trish, you know what? Come talk to me. We've been looking to replace this bastard for a while. So, um, I'm sorry if I didn't get you, get you a hug. I forgot. Trish. I'm glad you remembered that. You told me that. And I'm like, you I, need to tell I've Trish been losing sorry. sleep over forgetting the fact that I might forget to say, Hate it, Trish. Yeah, so. yeah. And also, we have comedy shows coming up at the uh, golf course in uh, Brush. So, tickets will go on sale early October. We'll give you, uh, by the next podcast or the next two uh, actual date, they go on sale. And I bring that up because, uh, well, it's coming up in October. We're going to do three this year. So, we kind of test the water. So, you can kind of check out for that also. And hopefully, we get to meet some people that yeah. watch the podcast. Susan Kilser, I hope you show up to the, because uh, I'd like to meet Susan. We've talked about her cool. since the day one of this and uh yeah so it'd be cool if she comes up we used to do the podcast at the sand cedar which michaela you actually are part owner in now i am part owner of it now that's pretty exciting it is it's kind of fun we're helping out our really close friends and we're excited for them to move out of the brighton denver area and bring their family out here and we're really looking forward to what they bring out to the sands because they really want to up it and make it back to its glory that it had that'd be um, yeah i'm excited for that uh your husband who'll be on in a couple weeks uh was telling us they finally got the electrical down yes finally <laughs> as an electrician who is walking through there uh well my friend adrian vosberg what's up booby uh and you had uh, a field day when you went and saw the electrical board back there they were like <laughs> we were laughing uh, between yeah the electricians and then uh my father is the former fire marshal so he's going oh. in there he's just going i'm not here officially i'm not here officially oh, yeah. <laughs> evan you need to fix that <laughs> i can't look at that don't don't touch anything while i'm here i can't have knowledge of this right uh, he had the same face when we started remodeling the vfw oh so. did he really there was a lot of, okay, I'm not here as official. I'm not here official. We need to fix that. And I'm like, I'm the firefighter's daughter and then the fire marshal. Right. I'm like, there are so many issues. We need to fix these now before I can do anything else. Right. Yeah, but at the same time, that's good to have that inside knowledge. It yeah. is. It's really yeah. helpful. It comes in handy a lot because then sometimes I'm like, so, Dad, I need, I need the fire marshal's hat. But the dad's advice. Right. I need I need right. knowledge of the fire marshal. Right. But I need my dad's right. information. I need my dad to come over and tell me what the fire marshal would tell me. Pretty much. It's a, it's a lot of, okay, I need you to put on part of the fire marshal hat, but mostly the dad right, hat. Right, I right. need to know if I do this and this, is that going to be okay? Or is that going to be, be right. bad? Yeah. I don't want for Morgan to be on CNN because... 
right. the fire marshal's daughter <laughs> building blew up. I yeah, don't want yeah. that. What was the uh, band, uh, Great White, that started the fire oh, in yeah, the club War- way back in Warwick, there? Rhode Island, yeah. with the fireworks. <laughs> you don't want that. I don't want that. Uh, how long has he been the fire marshal for? So, my dad has been the fire marshal for the past seven, eight years now. Oh, he's not the one we dealt with then. Uh, what's your dad's name? John Zink. What's up, John Zink? Welcome. Uh, we had pop com- or comedy shows when we first started at the Clarion, and they were so popular that we had to turn people away at the door. Yep. It got to a point where there was like 250 people in that little room. Like, it was a fire hazard. And there was a fire marshal who stopped by one day and said, no mas, por favor. No mas. <laughs> no, that wasn't that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, I was going to say, John Zink, we've, we've scaled it back, so just stay away. So... Um, He's only in charge of Fort Morgan. It's fine. You're in okay, brush. That's okay. a whole. Oh, yeah. This was in the clearing here in Fort Morgan. <laughs> One of them showed up, though. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Had a little talk with us, and we're like, we're just having fun, man. I mean, we're, we're, we're not planning on setting the place on fire, but, you know. And, and that second set of doors over there really needs to be unlocked. Yeah. Oh, I'll go get the key. Yeah. Right now, I can take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> that part we can do. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, my wedding reception was at the clearing, or the new Baymont, as it's now called now. Okay. That's where my wedding reception was, and my dad just went, Okay, so these doors have to be open, those doors have to be open, and that door through the kitchen has to be open. Right. Okay, Dad, you go tell the managers that because you're the father of the bride. You can tell them that these things. That's funny. Have you ever, do you ever watch that show Friends? Were you a friend of Friends? I, I am I'm a huge nerd about Friends. Okay. So So I'm going to I'm gonna bring up an episode you'll, you'll recognize. Do you, uh, do you ever really watch it, Adam? A little bit, but. Phoebe dates the health inspector at one point in time, <laughs> right? <laughs> And it gets to a point where he gets everywhere she likes to go, he goes in the kitchen and shuts him down. Shuts him down. So if she loves a restaurant from here on out, she cannot take him to this restaurant because <laughs> she's afraid that he'll shut it down. She doesn't care if it's a little dirty. She doesn't care about no. that, right? Just, no, she doesn't yeah. care. She just wants the food. Just yeah, just feed what? the Phoebe, make her happy. That's right. Or she'll get Joey involved yep. and then, you yep. know, all of the shenanigans happen. The Friends gets a reference on this. I love the show Friends. I was a big fan, so, yeah. I'm, yeah, friends and Harry Potter nerd right here. Are you? I've never gotten to Harry Potter. Oh! Go hang out with my mother. She likes Harry Potter. You Isn't are that really? yeah. missing out on so much. You know, I've always told myself I need to sit down and watch. I've watched the first one. Um, the first one is good. It does start the, ser- the whole series off so nicely. But personally, my favorite is the fourth one. The fourth one is my absolute favorite favorite film and book i just love it so you're gonna have to uh look at the uh it's probably, it's probably on youtube if i find it i'll send it to you it's uh saying that all harry potter is is a ripoff of star wars i've seen that it's a ripoff of star wars i've seen it's a ripoff off of the lord of the rings like there's yeah. there's so many controversials of oh but it, it is but it isn't there's yes there are parallels in it but there is so much different between... I mean, I don't know, Michaela. I'm going to bring up the Star Wars one. It's, <laughs> it's about an orphan child who's came and got... Where a bearded man comes and gets him yep. and takes him to a, someone who will train him <laughs> about a power he doesn't have, who he lives with an uncle and aunt who hate him. Yep. I mean, dude, it's almost scary how close it is, dude. Trust me, Tyler and I go back and forth on this often. Oh, he is a nerd. That's right. <laughs> Tyler... Both my brothers are nerds. Let's be honest. Our whole family is nerds. That's which cool, is though. why my husband fits in so what nicely. Your mayonnaise nerds. What's up, yo? We, we, we are nerds, and we're proud of it. But no, Tyler and I go all this back and forth. But luckily, Jackson is on my side, so he's sort of loosened really? up some. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Harry Potter and me and Jackson, we're solid. My girls were Harry Potter, and I, I've never watched them. I have no idea. Well, this is one yeah. night. I'm standing in the kitchen, 
and my youngest daughter, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I do this. She comes walking in and she hands me a sock. <laughs> and I go, I took the sock and she yells, I'm free, I'm free, and ran off. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? You're getting drug tested. You're getting so, drug tested. <laughs> there's a friend of mine, Stephanie. What's up, Stephanie? Her and her girls were into it. So I'm like texting her. I'm like, why did my daughter just text or hand me a sock and say I'm free? So then she texts me back about some It's Dobby. Fairy, yeah, Dobby. It's that, Dobby that the house elf. Yeah, that doesn't clear anything up. You said that. Yeah. Something about you give somebody laundry and apparently you get freedom. How I still don't know. She just said it's Dobby. Like, I'm like, oh, Dobby. I told you I saw one of them, girls. <laughs> okay, so Dobby appears in the second film. And he is this tiny little elf who can disappear, and he's trying to get Harry kicked out of school or get sent back home for Harry's safety. He has no idea why. So Harry just keeps ignoring him. He's like, go away. Leave me alone. Stop getting me in trouble. Right. I just want to do school. I'm happy here. This is where I want to be. Just leave me alone. Dobby sounds like kind of a dick. <laughs> he he was for the first half of the film, and then you realize why. The One of the bad guys is trying to get Harry killed. Is it the one he can't say his name? I know that no, much. No, it is not. It is not. He, he must not be named. Okay. Uh, no, it is Lucius Malfoy. He is <laughs> one of the henchmen. <laughs> I bet his, I bet his, uh, if he's got cards, like business cards, that's a bitch to get that on, by the way. Okay. His license must be a, a <laughs> yeah. they don't charge shit show. by the letter. Hopefully yeah. not. <laughs> but anyways, so Dobby actually is the slaved elf of the Malfoy family. So he knows what they're trying to do and he's trying to save Harry and by the end of it, the only way you can free a house house is giving them a piece of clothing. Now, it could be a sock, it could be a t-shirt, boxers for all that could happen. But in Harry's quick mind at the end of the film, the only way he can think about helping Dobby for helping him is he literally pulls off one of his socks, runs down after them, and literally hands Dobby a book that was supposedly belonging to the Malfoys. But they're like, oh, no, that's not ours. Why would you give us this? And he's like, well, Dobby should just open it. And Dobby's like, I don't know what's going on. And Dobby quickly glances at the book and he sees something kind of poking out of it. He opens it. And his master had handed him this book because it wasn't theirs. And then he repeats, Master has given Dobby a sock. Master has presented Dobby with clothes. Dobby is free. And he's holding the smelly teenage boy sock up to his face like it's the greatest thing ever. And it just, it ends. So, so yeah, my Brinley, my she, 10-year-old, she wanted to She hands me a sock and then says that and runs off. She wanted to set you free. So. Brinley, a nerd. I'd make Dobby go for the underwear. I'd make Dobby earn it. You think a teenage boy sock smells? Try an old fat man's underwear, okay? Good luck with that, Dobby. <laughs> Dobby's like, fuck it, I'll stay. <laughs> I'll be a slave. Slavery's not that tough, you know? All right. Well, we got three. Are you ready to tell some stories, Michaela? Yes. I'm excited. Okay. Adam, you want to read them off for us, bud? <clears throat> we got Working in the Dark, The Coin Game, and Unintended Date. All right, my man. Why don't you pick one up? I'm going to go with Working in the Dark. Okay. Come on, Bruce Springsteen. Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> so, Working in the Dark was while well, I was working at Walmart. And it was, I want to say, sometime in like October, honestly. And it was our inventory week. We were trying to get everything counted, marked. The, the worst. It's the worst time of it Walmart. It sucks. It's honestly the worst because you do all this mindless tasks that you still have to do your everyday job of helping the customers, getting things from the front that needs to get back onto the shelf if something's broken. You still have to do all this. But working in the dark was 
that year for inventory, the entire like area around Walmart lost power. Okay. So the freezers were down. The cooler, all the back coolers were down. The lights, there was nothing in the store they could do. And we still had to do inventory. So our our store manager at the time, he's like, okay, well, while we still have light through the skylights, we'll just do what you can do. And when it starts getting darker, we'll come up with a solution. <laughs> now, most of us, probably stupidly, most of us thought, okay, so when it gets dark, like... We're going to, like, be done for the day and just come back again earlier in the morning. You know, right. try to make up the hours. Not at Walmart, man. Not at Walmart. No. And again, I was a little man on totem pole. I maybe worked for Walmart for, like, a year at this point. So I was still like, I love my job. This is Ooh, great. It's 13 months too long. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> and so, no, the store manager decided that uh, we were all going to work with these tiny little headlamps <laughs> on our heads. Um, like little miners. Like little miners. Only, like, the headlight was... Maybe the size of a dime. Oh, my God. So we have these tiny lights, and we had them strapped to our heads. Now, because, again, everything's is dark. The microwaves aren't working. So if anyone brought something, like, cold that they wanted to heat up for lunch, you were screwed. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't buy anything from the store because all the coolers went down. Oh, no. Burger King was shut down. Dollar Tree. Like, that whole area was just dark. Right. So... We started working. I got the job of standing on a really rickety ladder, trying to fix the water bottle wall. He's big on that. I I don't do ladders. He does. It's weird. He doesn't. I don't at all. No. I don't like ladders. Yes, I'm told I don't like ladders. Okay. So I got put on a rickety ladder, and I'm trying to fix the worst area of my department that I worked in, which was housewares, and it was the water bottle wall. Or there's countless different styles and sizes of water bottles, and right. they never where they should be. The most of the rack was broken, so we just had to try to fix it. We couldn't fix it in the daylight on a normal day, but we had to <laughs> fix it for inventory in the dark. Right, right. So as I'm sitting on this ladder trying to fix the top shelf because I was the worst with, of it all, there are other members of the store who decided they weren't going to do their inventory job, so some people started playing hide-and-seek. <laughs> Keeping their headlights on, mind you. And I mean, then, giving people a fighting chance. There's nothing wrong with that, Michaela. It, it was entertaining for, like, the first 30 minutes. Right. But then some people, and this is what I heard. I don't know if all of this is completely factual, but apparently there were several people who decided that they were going to hide within the apparel clothing racks <laughs> on the floors <laughs> with their phones. So they had their phones on like full blast brightness. They had the headlamp. So basically they just had a beacon of huh? right, right. <laughs> random light that no one else had in the store, but it was literally the center of the store. Right. There was like four of them. And then all of a sudden you see everything go dark. They got caught by managers. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened to them. But then later on that day, several people decided, okay, well, if someone goes into, like, the bathroom or the break room, let's start screaming or scaring anybody. And, again, this was half the store. Most of us were young teenagers. A lot of them were high school students at right. this point. And so they're like, we're just having fun. Like, I don't want to hear someone saying, I got stabbed while I'm in the bathroom right, right. in the dark and all I have is this very puny headlight right. that's sort of blinking that it might die any minute. It's you, you, hope you, get, you switch it off. Like, 
I'm you, not here. You'll give someone a seizure before they stab you. Yes, it's blinking. <laughs> yeah. But it was just these tiny little things, and like Walmart was selling them for like ninety six cents. Like they weren't great. Oh, so anyways, but we had to use these headlights for three solid days. That's ridiculous. And I think they honestly, I think they put them back on the sales floor. I was gonna say, were they in a cart up front for like fifty cents after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they don't care. They did something with it. I don't know. It was just the weirdest thing. Of my bosses were like, "Yeah, we want you to fix this problem area and this problem area." Like. We can't fix this in a normal daylight situation. Oh, my God. And I'm supposed to fix this now? Right, right. And my little co-worker, she was younger than me, and she was, like, a high school student. She's like, I'm, like, four foot two. I would literally have to stand on two of these ladders just to reach. I'm like, I know. That's why I'm doing this. You better owe me. When this is all done, you're buying me Starbucks or something. Right, right. Because I'm doing all the hard stuff on the ladders. Oh, I'm with you. I hate ladders. Because then all of a sudden managers were like, oh, well, you didn't do that enough. Sir, I am doing the very best I can. Please don't <laughs> yell at me right now. I'm already having a panic attack being on this rickety ladder. I told my manager, my my department manager, like, you need to find me a better ladder, please. Or even one of the shorter ones. I will I will make it work. I'll stand on my tippy toes. I don't care. Just get me off of this crappy ladder that's missing, like, part of the safety foot. Like, No. This is not what I want to do with today. I like the fact that managers will go out and get 98-cent lights for them to use, but they won't get a decent ladder out of hardware. Right. <laughs> like, they won't they won't go to hardware and be like, you know, uh, all right, we'll give a nice ladder so we don't kill somebody, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's just, you know, have associates climbing on the back, you know, steel on the right. receiving room. Like, yeah, this is this is the smartest decision Wilbur <laughs> has. Not, hey, let's redo the, oh, wait. When it was you're done with your shift, you had to hand your light off to the next person coming in. <laughs> this was two shifts of people running these little headlights. Oh, that's ridiculous, man. And I guarantee Walmart got robbed. Absolutely. It, was, it, was, it wasn't open. The store wasn't open, right? I think something just flew into your drink. I but think something did just fly into his Something drink. did just fly into my drink. Uh-oh. He's doing the backstroke now. Okay, don't drink that. Please don't drink yeah, that. Let's not do that no more. <laughs> Well, he's on top. The bottom's okay. <laughs> Please don't do that. I feel bad. You know, Walmart, uh, remember back in the day, uh, years ago, a couple years ago, where uh, Apple had that, I think it was in China, they had that that uh, factory where people were committing suicide, so they put nets on the side of the, yep. so they couldn't jump off, they'd be saved. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so uh, it was an Apple, right? It was, uh, I want to say it was like the Apple. Yeah. So what they did is they put, people kept like, they didn't want to work there anymore, so they would kill themselves to get out of this job. Apparently, quitting wasn't good enough. Yeah, because they wouldn't let them, right? And uh, so they put nets on the outside of the building. So, you know, they, they, that was no longer a deal. I guarantee Walmart looked at that and said, how can we make that happen here? You know, like, where they can't quite quit. If you want out, it's like a gang. It's like being in a motorcycle gang. Like, there's only one way out, man. Maybe they should have given them a sock. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a sock. I get stopped every now and then if I'm in Walmart. They're like, hey, you work here, right? I was like, no, I don't work here no more. Yeah, yeah. I freed myself. I'm out of here. I was mining, and I dug up, and I came here. I thought, you know, (laughs) stupid. You know, uh, some people were like, you were the voice of Walmart when we called. I was like, yes, for a certain moment twice. I was in the fitting room. I was the voice of Walmart of Sporting Goods. Answer line four. And thank you for calling for Morgan Walmart. Were you really? How may I help you? I was the voice. Anybody who called that knew me, they just went, Mickey, why do you sound like a 12-year-old on the phone? I was like, I don't know. That's fine. One manager, he was new to the store, and I was not covering the fitting room. And 
they literally went over the walkie, which I had at the time because I got to be important for like the half an hour lunch I was covered, whatever. Right. And they're like, why is there a 12 year old on the phone for the <laughs> store? I went, sir, that would be Michaela from Housewares. I'm covering the fitting room. Because Walmart don't give a damn about child labor laws. <laughs> They don't give a shit. I apologize for my voice. <laughs> and I literally just put the bucket down and they just go, oh, sorry, Michaela. I'm, I'm your new boss. Oh, hi. Yeah. No clue what this manager looked like at that point. And then he came in and introduced himself. I'm like, hi. I was like, you look 12 too, so do not give me anything. What, uh, what year was this around, Michaela? So this was around 2016, 2017. Okay. I think I remember this. I worked for Pepsi at the time, so. Did you ever have to mess with the Walmart when you went for Budweiser when it was inventory time? Sterling Walmart. A nightmare. Oh, oh my God, sucks. a nightmare. It's Walmart the worst. inventory is it's, no joke. You, you can't bring anything in here. Why are we out of Bud Light? Because we yeah. can't bring anything yeah, in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was awful, yeah, man. The store was still, when the power was out, the store was closed, so we didn't have to deal with customers. But normally for inventory, there are still shoppers doing taking items off the shelf. So you might have just counted that section. That count is now gone, so you sometimes you have to restart. And they have when they have the, the teams come in, they have like the little like yeah, uh, the, the little, little keypad. I love watching those people. It is impressive the it's, way they. It's can. entertaining to watch. I like it when they're when they finally get to your section that you've been in, because then you can just you hands off. You don't get to touch anything. You don't get to move anything. Right. It is like the greatest twenty minutes. That if they're in your one section, it is the greatest because you can't physically touch anything. Right. You can help customers find what they need, but you literally just have to stand there and wait for them to be done right. with their counts, and then they'll label it, and then you can go about your day. But there, it's, it's there, funny. When I worked for Pepsi, there was one time, and corporate Pepsi was coming down the day of or after inventory, right? So during inventory, everything, like you said, just gets wiped out. There's, There's nothing in there, right? There's nothing. And... Uh, so the next day, my this massive load is coming. They're like, Larry, they'll be here at like 9 in the morning. The store needs to look good. I can throw up your ass because it's empty. Like, it's empty. And I, I'm built for comfort, not for speed. Okay, that ain't going to happen. So, yeah, the, the inventory at Walmart was an absolute nightmare. I hated it so much, dude. So, yeah. It was no joke. I, I, was, I worked there for about three and a half years, and then I left Walmart, and I worked for the city of Fort Morgan for about two and a half. Oh, that was cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, you don't even work for the city? Yeah. Uh, I like the city job. It was fun. Yeah, okay. All right, what do you think, Vogue? I would have not liked to have been in that situation. That would have sucked. Yeah. I would have went and got a better hand lamp, but... <laughs> Paid the five bucks. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't. The <laughs> registers were down. You yeah, can't. True. I have, I have to wear a headlamp at work, too, when I pre-trip in a truck in the morning so I get there early enough. And I bought one from Amazon, and this thing is like... I don't know how many lumens it is, but this thing is like the light of God. Like the thing that's on top of the Luxor, they made also <laughs> headlamps. You know, this thing that would have been the greatest. Right, right. No. Like guys at work were like, what is that over there? As my head's moving, like they see this big light. Like <laughs> There's airplanes I think, landed. I think aliens are visiting. Like, if I could have, I would have borrowed some of like, my dad's like hunting headlamps. Like, yeah. I would have done that. Shop lights. We would have done yeah. something, but no. Stinky little headlight. <laughs> That got to wear for three days. I think I have a picture of it somewhere. Um, <laughs> me sitting lonely in the break room with like a peanut butter sandwich because, well, my other plan didn't work the yeah. day before. So I went, hey, safety, let's do peanut butter. Yeah. yeah. Stick it in my locker. Yeah, I guarantee Walmart got robbed that day. I guarantee it. I guarantee employees are stealing them blind. Who knows? You know what? They should have. Bastards. Okay. All right. That was working in the dark. Good story. 
and I, I think I, I actually think I remember that though. I think there, I remember the, the power being down at Walmart because it was a big. I can't remember. It sounds. I don't familiar. remember why the power was up. It was just like that one chunk was completely out. The time I remember at Walmart truly shutting down was when that flood hit. Yeah. So that was the flood was the year before. Okay. So it was the flood. It was the power outage, and like nothing else was really big have happened. Right. Yeah. The flood was big. That's when we had a comedy show with Ron Ferguson and Sterling. I wasn't here for the flood. Oh, really? I was in San Antonio at a job site. Uh, we had so. a, the flood in Sterling, and we told the headline. I told like, "Hey, Ron, you probably want to cut it a little short so we can all go home." And Ron was like, "You know, he basically said, up your ass, Larry. I'm doing my hour.'" <laughs> so we did what he did. So, okay, I was working in the dark. We have two more: the coin game and unintended date. Now, Michaela, I always have the one I want to hear the most, and I always save that one to last. So okay. I'm going to pick the coin game instead. Okay. So the coin game is because of a group of friends and I decided after getting off of work from Walmart, because my whole, at that point, most of my friends worked at Walmart. We were a little group. And it's like 1030 at night on a Friday. We're like, most of us don't have to work tomorrow. The one that does, she has to be there at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So like, you're fine. We're going to go do something fun. Well, we're, we're old enough to go drinking because we were all about 19, 20. So we're like, okay, we're not going to do anything. To go legally drink. Could go legally drink. Okay. But they were also around me. So I was I was the mom of the group. They didn't get to do all the questionable <laughs> out antics around with me because my mom would murder us all. I think it's called being the stick in the mud. But go ahead, Michaela. I mean, it's fair. That's usually what it was, but it's fair. They love me anyways. That's cool. And... So one of the friends, uh, he decided, well, I have a quarter in my pocket. I was like, okay, what are we going to do with the quarter? Like, come on, what yeah. are we doing? He's like, well, if it goes heads, we'll drive to the right. If it goes tails, we'll go to the left. All right. Sounds like something my daughter would do. Yeah. There are six of us in this car now. Thank goodness for one of the guys' trucks actually had a three-seater front seat and had three seats in the back. So we made it work. And we're driving around. We ended up dropping off somebody, pick, landing in front of another one of our friends' house. And we literally called her, hey, what are you doing? I'm sitting here on my bed, like, doing nothing. You should come outside and get in this truck that you've never seen before. Yeah. Because we're going to go do something. That's not right? creepy at all. It's not creepy at all. She was like, why are you outside of my house? Like, because we're going on an adventure. That's, that's all I'm going to tell you right now. Victoria, get your butt in the car. Let's go. So she climbs in after some help with one of the guys because she is tiny. And we had to like pick her into the lifted truck that we were in because that's what we were doing that night. Mm -hmm. And we ended up going to Wiggins somehow. We went to Brush, all with us taking turns of literally flipping the coin in the car and right or left. Those are our only options. We did really? circle the block a couple of times before we got out of pattern. Right. Once we ended up on the highway... And we couldn't really go left or right until we got an exit line, so it took some distance. But after we had we started leaving Brush, I, th I think it was one of the guys' turns. We ended up out in Adina, <laughs> the the haunted, the, the haunted, the okay. haunted okay. like little town and school and church. Yeah, we ended up out there by some sheer luck. And then there's me going, no, 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 I don't go out here. This no. I've heard stories from my siblings. You do not do this unless you are prepared to come out to Adina. This is not something. There's been talks of somebody shooting at cars. The lights 
a light turns on at the school or the church. Right. And I'm like, I, I'm a scary cat. I don't watch horror films. Really? I, I, I don't. Do you believe in that kind of stuff? Like the supernatural? I, I believe a tiny bit into it. I'm, okay. I'm not totally into it, but it's just one of those... Like, I just I don't watch horror films. I am the Harry Potter is like the scariest I get half oh. the time. Oh shit! <laughs> Took me three years to watch the first Jurassic Park movie, really? the original. Three years. Wow. For me to sit through it because I would literally turn it off. I'm like, nope, I'm not doing this. Can't do it. Okay. Walk away. So we ended up in Adidas. So the guys decided to get out of the truck. I'm like, no, please let's not. Let's go back. I'll buy everyone ice cream or whatever's open. Let's come on. Let's right, go. Right. No, the guys, they decided they wanted to go mess with something in the church. So they go do that. They're gone for like 15 minutes. The two girls that are in with me, they also get out. So I'm like, this is this is awful. I'm alone in a car. They literally found me hunched in the back seat, cowering, because I saw something go by the truck that wasn't my friend's. Right. I don't know what it was. Oh, wow. It could have been a deer for all I know, but it was not cool. And so they have like, okay, we're going to take Mickey home. Because we're afraid she's going to die or have a panic attack or the so, hospital. So you saw like an entity like that could have been a deer or human or something, just like a shadow like go by the... A shadow just went by the truck window and I'm just like, what was that? It was not one of the friends. I'm like, it was not a physical form I can describe. Okay. And yeah, the friends are like, okay, let's let's try the coin game again once we get out of Adina and we'll... Let's cheer Mickey up. We're going to sing Disney songs. Two of the guys, I love them dearly. They decided to start singing The Little Mermaid of Part of Your World just to get me start laughing because they did the motions with it. Right. Of one of them popping out of the truck and like trying to like sit on the rock and <laughs> sing. He was not a little guy to do this out of the window. I was more afraid of him falling out. Okay, like our size little guy or a little smaller? A uh, little smaller. Okay. He 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 was lovable. He gave the best hugs. But I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, don't be, don't be throwing out threat. Okay, that, I, that, don't I, like, I, I challenge. Yeah, you don't be throwing don't, don't <laughs> gauntlets here, sister. Okay. Well, he doesn't live here anymore, so I can't like do a comparison <clears throat> in person. Uh, but no, after that night, after that, they got out of Adina, we started doing it again, and then we wound it up ending the game. We were out in the Wildcat, so we're like, we went all across the oh, county. Wow. We were everywhere, all just with this random left, right, left, right. We had a police officer following us for a few minutes. We did, we did cool it once he was, you know, we saw him follow us after two turns. We, we, we decided, okay, we're going to put the coin down. We don't need to get arrested or have right. a ticket tonight. Right. It's not what the night's about. And I actually, I think the police officer pulled us over. And I'm like, this is not good. We've already been at Adina. My nerves are shot. Right. And he's just like, what are you guys doing? We're, we're doing a game of we flip the corner. And if it lands at heads, we go to the right. If it lands at tails, we go left. You just saw us happen to have two heads back to back. So we right. went around the block. Anyway. Right. Okay, don't do anything stupid. Please watch out. I'm like, we will, officer. Thank you very much. Please don't take us to jail. Yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> I think he gave pity on me because I'm like back there. I look like I'm about to start crying. That's even worse. He's like, are you blink twice if you're good? Blink twice if you're in trouble. You know? And like we, it's like, yeah, she's fine. We just we've been making her like laugh so hard. She's crying. Right. And he's like, okay. He sees half of us are in Walmart attire, so he's like. Okay, just it's, 
don't do anything stupid, guys. Just have a good night. I'm like, thank you, officer. Is that really Walmart attire? Let's see your headlamp. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that janky-ass place. <laughs> I uh, I got to be honest. I love the idea of the coin game. I just, I, I really like that. I like the unpredictability of it. It was random and stupid. It was like, what did we have with us? Like, we had our Walmart tags. That wouldn't do anything. It has our names on it. Right. Mickey was on mine because I didn't go by Michaela at Walmart. Are we, are, are, do you go by Mickey? I most, go by Mickey mostly. That's, well, that's we'll the call thing. you Mickey. I'm my bad. No, you're fine. <laughs> I answered to both. Okay. Or Rodent or Brat, as my brothers get to call me. No one else. Rodent. <laughs> Only the brothers. <laughs> Only the brothers get to call me those. I, I, what do you think about that? I, like you said, the idea of the coin game, that is fun. Because just this summer, I'd like be, like, when I was out with my girls. They're 14 and 17. And I'd be all friendly, left or right. And whatever she'd say, that's the way I'd turn. Oh, really? Hardly left or right. And then whatever she would say, I'd go the opposite. And right. she was getting so mad. Because I was listening to Brilliant, but I wasn't listening to Harley. Uh, of course. But, you know, kind of the same, the concept, just, you know, I'm goofing around. It was, it was so. a good time. And it, like six of us in a truck. Yeah. And it was like, literally, it was an even split. There were three guys, three girls, and pretty much all except for one of them worked at Walmart at this point. So mm-hmm. we just we just conned miss victoria into the truck with us after we you know circled her house sure. twice before sure. we went hey there's her, there's her house we Be- should call her because the coin deemed it so yeah <laughs> it deemed it. she needed to be a part <laughs> of it yeah. it landed on its edge so you had to stop and that's victoria's house right no i really liked it did you is the coin game something you guys thought of or is that something you, you picked up from somewhere it was just we just went with it as we're we tried it a couple of nights, a couple of times after that first time we did it, and like nothing ever as crazy happened. Right. But it was always the joke as when we would get together. So who's got a coin? Right. And whose car are we going? And who's chipping in for gas? Right, right. That was the thing. <laughs> Very large truck. We wasted a lot of gas. <laughs> right. All of us like the next like week were just like slowly handing the driver money for his gas tank. Sure. I uh, like the movie The Yes Man with Jim Carrey. Have you watched it? Oh, yes, I ma'am. have. Yeah, it's, it's like that. It's where you just go with whatever. You know what I mean? Why not? Just let let, let life take you where it's going to take you. It's you know? going to happen. I, 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 I think the coin game is, that's a cool idea. It really is. Even like with your girls, they could pick, but the coin picks. Right. Where are you going to end up? You know? I mean, that's cool. I like that a lot. So what would you do on the interstate? Like, so on the interstate, it would honestly, we would give it a break and so if we miss like the turnoff for like Log Lane mm-hmm. or for Main Street Bar- uh, Barlow, if we missed any of those, because again we're also talking, we're making fun of each other, right? Uh, we're jamming out to lots of different music, and so if we miss a turn, we would just go, okay, when we get to Brush or Wiggins, we're gonna turn off and we'll try this again right. and see what happens. Hmm. I like it. What do you think? I like that. You like that? Me too. I like that. You know, it's not the true story. I like the idea of the coin game. That's that's fun. That's that's a fun idea. That really is. I never thought of something like that. Let the let the coin take you where it takes you, mm-hmm. until something bad happens and you like some fucking coin. So, <laughs> all right, one last story. Now this is the one I want to hear because it, it's it, uh, okay. Unintended date. Unintended date. All right. So this happened a couple of years ago. And I went up with a different group of friends, so nobody involved with the coin game. Totally different group. And we decided that we were going to go up to the Girls of the Rose for a concert. So, at this point, there were two couples in the car, and then there was me and another girl that we were the, we were the single friends. And we, okay. we were well aware. 
So we all went up to go see Jared Neiman in concert. And I had been trying to online date. We'll just put that out there. <laughs> trying to online date. I got kind of talked into it by some friends to get myself out there after a, a breakup. And they're like, just give it a try. What's the harm in talking with some people? You might not meet them, but, you know, you could have some fun conversations. I was one of the people I'd been talking to for maybe like two weeks at this point. Uh, he sent me a message saying, hey, how was your weekend? Mm -hmm. You know, any fun plans? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going up uh, to go see a concert with some friends. You know, it's going to be a really good time. We've all really liked this artist. So, it was, you know, we're just going to go have fun, let loose, not be in Fort Morgan. <laughs> Because, again, there's nothing much to do around Fort Morgan. Sure, sure. So he's like, oh, that sounds fun. I'm still at work. I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. Like, hopefully, you know, we get off soon and, you know, have a good weekend. And, like, that's all the thought I had on it. And we were there for about an hour. My friends and I were just hanging out. We're waiting for the concert to start. There's a lovely pre-band going. And we're just hanging out. And then all of a sudden, I get a message on my phone. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. I thought I, I, thought I turned my phone you know, off because I wanted to save as much battery as I could for the concert to start. Because I'm one of those people. I do film the entire concert as I'm watching it because there's like me doing this. Oh, don't do that, girl. Don't do that. I am that person. I've tried to break uh, the habit. Oh, it's pet peeve of mine, but go ahead. <laughs> I am that person. I, I'm sorry. And so I, have the, I pull up my phone. I look at this message. And he says, hi, I'm here. Where are you? Oh, shit. Stalker. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, okay, did he honestly mean to message me this? Because, like, at this point, we weren't talking on the online app anymore. We had, like, done, like, Snapchat. So it was like, did he truly mean to message me, or is this, like, a missed thing? Right. And I'm like, hi, what do you mean you're here? And did you mean to send this to me? And he went, yes, I mean you, as in Mickey. I'm like, okay, shit, you, you remembered who I am. Okay, right, cool. Yeah. And he's like, I'm here at the Grizzly Rose. Where are you guys at? I went, thanks. What? Excuse me. You're here? Wow. We're in the parking lot leaving now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, in my mind, I'm dressed, you know, cute for hanging out with friends. Like, it was just go see music. I wasn't doing, I wasn't date pretty, in my opinion. I was not makeup and, you know, hair curled. I was like, I'm hanging out with friends. Right, I'm in an right. okay shirt. Like, so it's not my intention for a date, yeah. you know, of outfit. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, okay, well, stay where you are. I'll come to you. <laughs> so I have my friend uh, who, she was the other single girl with us. And she's like, well, I have to go get a drink anyways. So I will follow you to where he's at. Because there's, there's one of the bars right next to where he's standing. So you just give me a, like a thumbs up or thumbs down behind your back. I'll keep my eye on you on whether or not this is the person you've been talking to, first of all, and if you feel comfortable. I went, okay. Like, she's, like, maybe five feet behind me. Like, it's all good. I just have my hand, like, sticking in my back pocket, waiting to give her the signal right, of right. thumbs up, thumbs down, or help me, something. And, no, it was him. And he went, well, you said that this was going to be fun, so I thought I would come and join you. And I went, okay, are you willing to hang out with my friends because i am here with them they are my ride home right right you live here in the denver area i live in fort morgan okay he's like yeah i have no problem hanging out with your friends <laughs> so for the rest of the night he hung out with my group of friends and they're obnoxious and they've been drinking so it's it's gone over the top the concert was wonderful um i, I think i know how this ends by the way but go ahead 
But he, after the concert was over, out of the six of us that came from Morgan, three of them were drunk. Three of us were not. So the three drunk ones decided we need to go get Village Inn. <laughs> it's 2 a.m. You had three mooses and three atoms in the car. That's, <laughs> what you had. that's exactly what you had. I was one of the atoms. Okay. Even, even though I'm not drunk, I'm always down for Village Inn. <laughs> <That's> so. <right. laughs> but, so we went to Village Inn, and he went with us. He followed us to Village Inn. I'm like, okay, like this is not... This is not normally how this would go in my right, mind. Like, right. who would willingly sign up to go hang out at Village Inn at 2 in the morning with somebody that you had literally met maybe two hours prior to this? Uh, the two fat guys on this side of the table to do with a homeless <laughs> man if he said there's some blueberry waffles involved. I'm like, yeah, let's go with their boxcar. So we go through Village Inn. At this point, I don't really order anything except for, like, a water because... I have sugar, I have blood sugar issues. So I'm like, I've already had like my one drink with the start of the night. I'm like, I'm good now. I need some water. I just want to go home and sleep. You know, everyone else gets, you know, giant plates of pancakes and waffles. And like, I think one of them got like the biggest platter you could get. He was one of the sober ones, but he was hungry. Oh, that's that's shocking. That would have been me. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He was the driver though. So he was, he he was, he was bored of, I couldn't drink at all, guys. I suck. Yeah. I'm going to eat my food right now. I was like, okay. Go for, boy. It. Go for it, buddy. Like, your your girlfriend was the one that was the most wasted. I'm like, <laughs> you have to get her home right after you get all of us back. So get your energy up, man. Eat the whole plate. Yeah. <laughs> Go yeah. for it, buddy. Yeah. And he actually tried to pay for our whole like the whole group's meal. I'm like, no, you're not doing that. Like, right. no. If anything, we should pay for you because you got swindled into this. Right. At the end of the night, we were walking back to the cars. He actually kisses me. I was very shocked because I'm like, okay, this did not go well in my opinion. I'm like, yes, it was fun, but like, this was not like a date, not right. really. And two weeks later, he came out here for Bob Stock for Vanilla Ice and Survivor. <laughs> I convinced him to to come out, but before he left, he's like, yeah, I have to be at work at five. I'm like, it's three thirty. You have to be back at work, and he was driving from Commerce City to Grand Junction for his job because he was taking a semi full of something up to Grand Junction to the other shop right. and I'm like why in God's name did you stay like yeah. I feel incredibly guilty now I don't want you to like fall asleep while driving a semi right, like, right. he's like yeah but it was worth it because I got to meet you and we've had great conversations oh, I'm like ah swoon <laughs> Smooth criminal. Oh my god. Just uh, okay. So I was like, well, we'll have to do this again. I'm like, well, in like two weeks, four Morgans having. Oh, excuse me. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, we're having this huge music festival, and you know, we have Vanilla Ice and Survivor coming out. And he went, okay, I could live without Vanilla Ice. I'm like, okay, we'll come out for Survivor. It's fun. Yeah. And he came out and he helped me get a free henna from the henna booth because I was one henna shorter of getting it. I'm like, I'm running out of what I want. I don't know what henna is. So henna is a temporary uh, tattoo paste. Oh, okay. Um, it's got like a red or a maroon So, yeah, when it. it's done, it's maroon. It's done, it looks kind of like a reddish maroon. Oh, okay. I hold, I don't have any actual tattoos, but I hold henna ink like it is no one's business. Nice. And normally they last for maybe like two, three weeks. Mine lasts on me for months. Nice. And I'm like, it's great. I don't, it's five bucks. 
I get pretty art on me for you know a couple of months, and right. I'm happy. And yeah, that guy actually turned out to be my husband. I uh, the see, I, I saw. Uh, I was wondering. Yep, I Mr. Was Patrick. I was gonna be like, does he own a business in town right now that we maybe or might not be sitting in? So, yeah. <laughs> That'd be Patrick. That's a cool story. I kind of got the uh, hint on that as you. I was like, oh man, I think this is all Heisler. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Those pretty blue eyes. They they got me. Did he uh, tell you the stories he's going to tell on this podcast? I have a notion of two of okay. them. Uh, I've kind. He gave. He kind of mentioned the titles. I don't know what they all entail. I, I hope he has a story about YouTube Mini and tries to bullshit us on it because we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the total opposite. He'll watch this episode and be like, oh my god, that's how they knew. <laughs> like, cheated me. Like he was at Grizzly Rose and she showed up. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he 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 followed me. Also, could he didn't have to wait for parking. I'm just gonna point that out right now for this, because he had a friend who worked there. He had a special spot saved for him whenever he wanted to come. Shocking. <laughs> and I was like, this is unfair. We had to park blocks away to get here. This right. is this is unfair. Right. Right. Did he use that spot later on for a date for us? Yes, he did. Was it nice? Yes, it was. That's her spot now. So. <laughs> Unfortunately not. The friend no longer works there. Uh, but we recently went up for to go to the Grizzlies again for seeing Jared Neiman again in concert. Nice. So cool. that was a, a birthday present for me. Very cool. And I actually got to go with him, and I knew who he was. That's cool. It wasn't creepy. I wasn't scared. Nice. My All friend right. didn't have to threaten him of, like, please don't. We like her. She's cute. Leave I'll, her alone. I'll eat you like a big plate of food from IHOP. <laughs> what do you think about that one, man? I liked it. I did, too. I, I did, too. Do you have one in mind? Kind of. Not really. So Before we uh, start guessing, Mickey, uh, Mickey uh, real quick, what's the address here? Do you know? So this is 204 West Beaver Avenue cool. in Fort Morgan. There's a couple things I want to say that I'm very, very impressed. Did you take the tour of this place yet? I haven't. They have a game room back behind us for kids. Like, so if you have like it, a, it's not just for kids. Well, it's not. Uh, we we include it for all. Sure, but my my point is, when Patrick showed me for Karuglian's going away party, I was so impressed by this because if you want a wedding reception or anything like that, and you you know you want to enjoy yourself without your 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 children bothering you, uh, they have a place here where they'll keep the kids occupied, entertained for it's hours. Got little Nintendo Wii's on the on the wall. So it has two Nintendo Switches. We have Sorry. a large Nintendo actual arcade-style game. Uh, we have three different pinball machines, an air hockey table, uh, Pac-Man, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, NBA Jam, and Buck Hunter. And it's cool. I mean, it's are they coin-operated? No, free? it's They're all free. free play. Everything is free okay. play. Um, the room itself runs out for 50 bucks an hour. That's cool. And, and it's cool for... Like I said, they have a cool little bar down here. This is this is a cool little bar. Upstairs, they still have the big hall yep. to do any kind of ceremonies in. This, this is actually a really, uh, whichever one of you had the idea to turn this into an event center was genius because it's that such a, me. That a girl. That a girl, Mickey. And uh, I'm sure Patrick, I'm going to tell Patrick, like, we already talked to the boss. So, I mean, we, we already got the lowdown. So, you just tell us your stories. <laughs> all right, Patrick. Um, no, this is really smart. I, I think it's such a great idea what you guys have done here. And they need more event centers. Yeah. Well, what was funny is after we opened, um, three more event centers in the county open right it was just like cool we're setting a trend oh no we're setting a trend yeah. <laughs> yeah. well but also i mean it takes a while to set this up so it might have just been 
other people to realize there's a need for it. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, it's been fun. Uh, <laughs> Down here in the what we call the club space or the bar space, um, this is the newly finished room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started with the upstairs first. Oh, that's cool. So down here, it did not have this lovely flooring and this lovely paint job. It had purple brown carpet on the walls. I remember. I remember that. And, yeah. and the paisley, which that carpet was purple and green, just mind you, it did not look it, it but it was brown and red. It was it was actually purple and green and gold uh, paisley carpet on the floor. So we've recently got that done. And, yeah, we've removed the Christmas lights from the ceiling. That was that was the, one of the fire marshal's biggest, me and his pet peeves for this building of both rooms had endless lines of Christmas lights chained together. and Daisy chain, that's funny. And I'm just like, no. No, no, it looks great down here. We, we're we're not quite done. We still have the ceiling tiles to fix up down here. Yeah, that's okay though. I mean, it yeah they they just you know we want them to batch upstairs. Okay, but this is a great place. And where can they come if they want to if they're interested in renting this place out? How do they? Uh, so they can call on my number, uh, which is nine seven zero three eight zero nine three six eight. Okay. Or stop by. There's generally someone here at least three days a week, if not more. This is our website? Uh, we have a Facebook page. We do not have a website okay. yet. Um, so what, uh, if you go to the bullhucker.com and uh, under the tab that says as seen on the bullhucker, we'll have links to all this stuff Perfect. as well as the description on the YouTube or any of the, uh, your audio podcasts, there'll be a link on all of them. So you can check this place out. If you're looking for somewhere to have, this is a great place to come. I would, I would absolutely rent this place out. If I, if I was getting married or had a wedding or something, this is. Kinsey's are our, we love quinceañeras. Oh, those quinceañeras, are our, yeah. Those are the best parties. Yeah, because, you know, Hispanics, are, they're not afraid of a good time. They're, you know, God bless you. They're, they're fun. And it's always great to see what they bring and how they decorate upstairs. Sure, sure. And the food never hurts either. And the food never hurts. The we, food's pretty We love amazing. the family food. The family right. food's been great cool so yeah we'll have all those links so definitely check this out and if you're looking for somewhere this is the place you should look to so we'll we'll have all the links stuff there for you guys to to hook it up so all right mr vokey how we decide mickey how we pick who gets to pick first is we rock paper scissors fair now when you rock paper scissors Michaela, how do you do it i go after three so you go one two three shoot yes four pumper yeah you know what? I can't even look at you right now. <laughs> Tyler can't either. I'm disgusted. He is a three pumper, and he's a he's an avid three pumper. Like he's on the fringe of three pumping. Like like he might stab somebody for a four pump. Like, we don't. Right. That's why we don't do it. He he, uh, he absolutely like pulled me aside. Like look, man, I'm joking aside. Why the hell would you four pump? I'm like, I don't know. These people are crazy, Tyler. They're crazy. So he's <laughs> in disgust on his face. In my mind. One, two, three, then you do it. See, right. for me, it's it's hard because Jen Neb is the only one of the, the co-hosts that does this. Him and Densia, but they like, my God, dude. <laughs> when I die, they're going to put four pump for life on my casket. Just, just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're going to be up there on your casket. Live that forever, bastard. All right, ready? Yep. Damn, it's okay. <sighs> you've, been on a, you've been on a roll, man. I have. 2020 Vokey is back. <laughs> At least on this, on the rock, paper, scissors yeah. part. So we got three stories, working in the dark, the coin game, and unintended date. Now, these you've done a good job, Mickey, because I really, I have a slight inkling of one I want to pick. Um, so uh, first of all, I'm going to say unintended date. I think that's a true story. I think that's how you guys met, I, I, I think. 
Um, although the way you're smiling, I think that that might be the bull hooker now. I think you might have <laughs> to me. So. You never know. You never know. Uh, working in the dark. I don't remember I, I, an inkling of maybe it going dark. I remember the flood. I remember the Walmart getting shut down for the flood. Um, but I don't remember, I think, I don't remember going dark for that long. Um, the coin game, that sounds fun. It sounds pretty, it's a pretty simple story, but I think I, I liked, I liked the idea of it. Mickey, I'm going to go with working in the dark. I think that one might be your bullhucker. It's only partially true. I don't think if it was dark, it wasn't for that long. I just don't remember that for some reason. I worked for Pepsi for eight, nine years. So that would have been around the time I was there. I got, I started in 2011 and so through 2019. So I don't remember that part. And not say it's not true, but I just don't, I don't. I don't remember that because I remember I'd have been I'd have been bitching like I did about everything at Pepsi <laughs> about working in the dark, <laughs> headlamp. Are you out of your mind? So, Mister Vokey, I'm taking working in the dark. What do you What do you think? So you you were saying that the working in the dark was the year after the flood, give or take, if I remember. Okay, because the flood was in 2013. I remember that because that's when I was working in San Antonio. I had just started for Big Johnson. Actually, I started there in 12, but it was still 13. September 13, so it would have been the beginning of 14. So the timeline kind of works out, but like you'd said, it was like for three days. And that's the part that I don't remember Walmart, even though I was in and out of town a lot. I don't ever remember Walmart being dark for that long. The Fort Morgan Mall. <laughs> yeah, what it, it is. is. It's what it is. Or it's, um, the, mall of, or it's the Wall of Mart, yeah, yeah. which a lot of my friends make fun of it. The, the unintended date, like Boo said, I think that's kind of that's true. But since only part of it, is true i don't the coin game i like most i like the idea you kind of lost me when you said you saw <laughs> something hate, in I the dark smirk on your face right now by the way i despise it so i'm like looking here that i'm watching her in that camera over there oh, yeah, yeah. to watch her reaction and she's not giving me anything yeah. um although i think most of unintended date is true i think there's parts in there that you changed made up something so i'm gonna go with unintended date you're you're gonna deny her love how dare you <laughs> how dare you adam well, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it could be something as small as he didn't go to village in with this okay that's true that's so, what makes it tough on this podcast it's been so, slight changes at certain times yeah, like, i mean just that one thing could tell you know i was gonna or, give I was going to give away Cruise Cruises, but it hasn't came out yet. That episode hasn't came out yet. I almost get, see, I almost did what I just don't told you not to do. Yeah. I was there for that one. I still don't remember. Um, but uh, So I'm going to go unintended date. So I'm going to go working in the dark. Adam's going to go unintended date. Flip that board over. Let's see what you got there, Mickey. The coin. Oh! <laughs> see, I should have followed my instincts in the hole. Entity in the dark thing, which is always bullshit. Oh my, yeah, well, that's the part. I was yeah. like, that's true. Supernatural usually does I, get. I usually always go with supernatural. You know what? I'll give you extra always. credit for that because it's usually. Always. I'm a big guy on the info. If there's not a lot of detail, that'll always snag my attention. He's a supernatural guy because he doesn't you believe. You said something it. about I saw a shadow else. I was like that. Okay, <laughs> first of all, what's not true about the coin game? So we never made it to Adina. So that was a lie we did do the coin game there were six of us involved we did pick up my friend victoria but we only got made it literally to morgan and brush that was the furthest All that right. we got 
Well, you know what? That was very well done, Mickey. I, Thank you. You know what? You know how hard it is to beat both of us when we both pick two different stories? Mm-hmm. If we I was, up, I was like waiting for you guys to pick because I'm like, one of them's going to do it. And they're going to find me out because I, I, don't, I don't have... I'm not I usually supernatural. Uh, d- yeah, you did. Yeah, that's, uh, I didn't think about that part now, of it, the supernatural part of it. A different night, we did go to Adina. I didn't see anything. But I was the only one left in the truck, and I was very upset because I did not want to be there. Yeah. I just kind of... Same group of people, just different nights. Have you been to Adina, Adam? No. See, neither have I. Rick, Rick Stroh brings it up in his podcast. That's the first time I've ever even heard of it. Jen Neb knew exactly what he's talking about, but yeah, so... I've heard of, I've heard of it. Right. Um, usually it's where people, all the teenagers go to cause trouble. It's usually right. what it is. All right. Well, you know what? That's... Uh, that sucks. <laughs> Good job, Mickey. That was, yes! I really am impressed. I, you, you snuck one by both of us. Usually one of us is, I'll, I'll catch you, but welcome to the Hall of Fame, right? Thank you. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, that was awesome. Hey, Mickey, I appreciate you coming on. That's awesome. And congratulations on this building. That is so cool. Thank you. And uh, once again, if you want to check out uh, the Hall Event Center, you can find it on thebullhucker.com or on the description below. So please check that out. Please support these guys. They're doing a great job out here. So. Mickey, thank you. So, anything more you want to tell your nephew before we go? Jackson, I won. He won. Did, <laughs> Ty- did Tyler and Yolanda win? I don't remember now. I can't. I can't remember. They beat us or not. I, I just Jackson's like, you can't beat my dad's story with naked and afraid with my dog. I'm like, yeah. watch me. Yeah, yeah, hold my beer. So, <laughs> watch me, kid. Right on, Mickey. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm out of Bokey. Next time, peace. Good job.